everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. That opening was brought to us by Brandon Company. My name is Adam, and before we get into this week's episode, here's the weekly rundown. This week, Treyarch asked the question, Can we make Black Ops 3 look like garbage on last gen? Will anyone play anything after Fallout 4? And Nintendo of America censors another import. Are we surprised? All these questions and more answered after I finish this sentence. Yes, no, and of course not. Once again, my name is Adam, and this week I'm happily joined by... Hey, what's up, guys? It's your favorite co-host here, Chris, and I just want to compliment Adam and say that was probably my favorite way that you've ever, like, intros any podcast, like, <laughs> ever. I, I, we should keep doing them like that. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, it's me. It's the guy that's here. It's Colin. Uh, <laughs> Yay! I got, I got nothing, but what I do have <laughs> is that last week I mentioned a few people that I would love to have on the podcast. And one of it came true. And here he is. Hello. <laughs> Excuse me, my uh, my internet is dropping now. Now I am Storm Dane. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me. I am very glad to be on the podcast. Glad to have you, man. Thank you for joining us. This is great. I love <laughs> Zelda. He's officially like the the first guest You're in the world with like the coolest name. Yes. I, I can Storm. Show. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't think of another one. Ha, have you ever thought about being like Storm from X Men for Halloween? Hmm. No, I, say, I say no, and then I'm like, why haven't I? It'd be really easy to be a black chick. Black the exactly. <laughs> you might make Steven Universe fans mad. Anyway, what oh, have you guys Lord. been playing this past week? I'll uh, start because I have the easiest. I have nothing. Because I spent the whole. Did you just you just came to like this this like episode like completely unprepared. Yeah. Well, the reason being, are you even dressed? I am. Um, but he tells us no. Over the weekend, <laughs> as I said last podcast, I built a new computer and I'm I'm currently on it right now. So oh, yeah, you and you fix your uh, your your disk drive issue. It wasn't an issue. It was more like a question because you have such a small tower. You're telling oh I yes, you could I have. Drive into it. Uh, I'm, I'm. I used to use a laptop, but for the first time in 12 years, I'm finally like I switched to a desktop. And the case I bought is like this teeny tiny babby case that holds the awesome power that is within. Yes. Um. And it's when like I was putting it together, the website that had all the parts listed was like, your video card might be too big for an optical drive, but it's not. So. Eventually, I'll put a Blu-ray drive in there. Until then, it's got an i7 Skylake. It's got a GeForce 980, 16 gigs of RAM, SSD, hard drive, other various you're pretty, components. You're pretty much set. Yeah. Um, now, cool. Now, here's a question. Do you already have another disk drive in there or no? No, I don't. If you want, I could send you a USB one. I have a USB disk drive. Okay, never mind then. You can go, uh, you can go screw yourself. Oh. And you can go to hell. Really, Adam? Nothing? Nothing to that? <laughs> that you always ask me to do this running joke, and then I get nothing. Thanks. I, I Thanks, mean, I appreciated Adam. it in silence. In silence. All right, we're, we're going to remember that. Fine. Oh, Chris, oh, what, no. what have you been playing? 
Ah, uh, I've been playing the most controversial game of 2014. Actually, I think it was the most controversial 2015, uh, which was Destiny. Uh, I sort I, I, I got it like a few weeks ago. Whatever year they finished it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I didn't, I got the original version of the game, or I, I split it between like my brother and my, and myself, uh, but mainly he played it. And I told myself I wasn't going to play it until they came up with the full game. And now that they do, and I got the Taken King edition, like the legendary edition, um, I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. Uh, even though I've only played by myself, which I guess is the bad way to play these games. These, these MMO type style things. But it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm having, I, I do like Destiny. It's, it's nice now. I know, uh, there's some people in the world that want to, like, kill me right now. But, uh, I, no, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I think that, uh, I, I, I know I talked about this offline, definitely, about how I like what Destiny is doing with their latest DLC content. Uh, uh which is, oh, uh, what the, the Taken King did? Uh, the, the Halloween stuff specifically in, in regards to the, uh, the microtransaction purchases in game um see in the game you can buy these like masks uh for like a few bucks like a halloween sort of like spooky ghost head sort of thing Mm -hmm. like a skull um that normally a game would like make like this awesome ultra powered armor but actually destiny does it really well by uh doing what is considered ethical with dlc which is to make something that doesn't give a player a significant advantage just for having the dlc uh, and just makes it an aesthetic thing to make the game more fun for whoever has it uh, instead of altering the game drastically. And they're using the funds uh, created by, or the profits gained by that DLC to fund the next one, which is going to be free for everyone. And, so. and on a similar note, Grand Theft Auto V updated uh, for Halloween with a brand new game mode, like 13 masks, some face paint, and two cars, all for free. Nice. So, oops. But there you go. Storm, what have you been playing this past week? Oh, well, uh, I don't know if it's going to be of interest to anybody, but uh, cameo elements of powers on the Rare Replay. Oh, okay. <laughs> anybody hear the game before? I, not... I've seen it pop up on Xbox Marketplace back in <laughs> in 2000-whenever. Yeah, this this is actually going into the uh, the series that I'm doing right now for uh, on YouTube of... Uh, what I got, Rareware on Microsoft, and it's part two of the the three-parter, so (laughs) go watch part one, everybody. And you play Conkers. Yes, yes, that was, uh, that was interesting, I played, I played through the game that I haven't played through in years, three times on three separate, uh, platforms, and I was just like, I don't want to play Conker anymore, I don't even want to (laughs) make this video. Are you played all of them or just like uh yeah uh, so i brought out my n64 played it on that got some footage that i played on xbox live and reloaded and then i was mm-hmm. like oh that's that's really cool and then i played it on an xbox one just for all the achievements and i was just like oh god that's too much you conquer. know i didn't own conquer for the n64 until i was in high school and i uh, until i was like my freshman year of high school which was about in 2010 mm-hmm. and so what I have, what I did was I traded my friend one of my many Game Boy Colors for uh, uh, his cartridge of Conker's Bad Fur Day. And when nice. I began to play it, yeah, it was great. Um, and so I began to play this game, and I'm just like, oh, my God, why was this game so hyped? Like, back in the day, like, I get I get the context. I'm like, this game's terrible, like, <laughs> in, in just in everything. <laughs> Not that it's a bad game. Like, you know, I, the game's kind of great for what it is. It didn't That's, age well. Uh, no, uh, not at all. Yeah, it's just it's, 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 it's a classic title. 
Yeah. It's hit or miss with the N64. Out of the 210 titles they have, or it's 200 and something. Yeah, so it's sure. it's not it's not bad to have hit or misses when you have such a large selection of games. You know what's funny nowadays? Like uh, trading your Game Boy Color for Conkers is actually not a bad deal, considering that game goes for like a hundred dollars. Really? Just for the loose cartridge alone. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, I mean, I, the, all the game I have like ten Game Boy Colors that were all my <laughs> brothers and sisters, and they just left them here with me. How many brothers and sisters um, do you have? Uh, out of all the children in my fi- uh, from my mother, we are seven in total. Oh my god! Yeah. I have like four. Christmas Chris, Chris, I can't, I, I can't wait for like the the like documentary of your life that happens thirty years from now, and it, it always has like that one line where it's like he's the youngest of twenty nine brothers and sisters <laughs> living in a household <laughs> of fifty people. Like every biopic ever, always does like. I, I'm hoping there's a biopic. Jonathan was day. the oldest of 47 siblings. That's pretty. That, that's pretty that doesn't funny. sound like a bad idea. <laughs> Having 47 siblings. Well, I mean, or 46. maybe that. Maybe that sounds a little much. But I mean, like, just a biopic about me. I someone make that. I want to see that. <laughs> Who's gonna play me? All right, if there was an actor to play me in a biopic. It's gonna be Colin. No, it's gonna. Be... <laughs> we'll get Gary uh, Busey. <laughs> You know, I've been told I look like Will Wheaton sometimes. Well, that's a shame. That's a horrible thing to be told. <laughs> really? That's yeah. Unfortunate. <laughs> okay. That's be like being. That's you're literally being told. Hey, you look like a terrible person. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. You know. <laughs> oh no, uh, I don't. I think they're wrong. I think you look like a wonderful baby boy. Anyway, thanks. Uh, uh, I've been told that I look like Mark Hamill, and I'm like, hell yeah, he better play me. <laughs> Alright, someone's lying to your face. Mark Hamill is a saint. <laughs> uh, Isn't he older than you, Storm? What's that? Isn't he Mark older Ham- than you by quite Mark a bit? Hamill's oh yeah, like he's 60 like something. He's not as old as my dad, but um a year that's or so why, off. If if anything, you could play a young him. That's why that's why there's such a, a a long stretch of time in between each of Storm's videos. He's actually his side project is working on Storm Dane the movie and Mark Hamill plays future Storm. Oh is it going to be as good as the Angry Video Game Nerd movie? It'll probably be a lot better, which wouldn't be hard to do. Colin, awesome idea, Future Storm, old as hell, Mark Hamill. <laughs> old Here we as- go. It's just like a, it's like a Photoshop picture of Mark Hamill's face with like your mouth moving on top of it. <laughs> just clutch cargo him the entire movie. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and then Adam, what have you played? Actually, and I'm surprised Colin didn't mention this, but I played quite a bit of Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed this week. Well, yeah, but with like a bunch of not... <laughs> with a bunch of buds. Have we ever? Have you ever brought up Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed on this podcast? Of now? course, like eight times. Sonic, I'll, I'll bring it up now. I might as well say something about it. Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed is a game that's good. You don't expect it to be good, but it ends up just being really good. Yeah, it's a shame that it's not more popular. It genuinely you is. Get, you can get it for the PC, right? Yeah, yeah. We oh, put that on what you guys have been, Is that what you guys have been playing on? Mm-hmm. Maybe I should I should pick that up. I should join you guys. Should have picked it up like a year ago, but yes, pick it's, it up. We'll play it. Se- the, Sega has their games on sale like seventy five percent of the year, so I can pick it up and it'll, it'll be at a decent price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we that was like we played the uh, the very bad battle mode for the first time. Oh. And is uh, it 
Is it worse than the battle mode in the new Mario in Mario Kart 8? Because that the, battle that game has a atrocious. battle mode. I I mean it, I never played battle mode in like anything. It's 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 not it's not. You know when you used to pop the bubbles, the bubbles, the balloons of like your oh, opponent yeah, yeah. in Mario Kart. Yeah. Well, they did that on the racetracks instead of making dedicated maps for it. So you literally have to go around oh, the racetrack. No, that's not no, good. It was. It's that's like... a waste of time. That's like that's way too much effort. Yeah. Mm. Honestly, it, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, let me actually let's start this week by asking uh our our guest Storm uh, a little bit about himself. Uh, can you tell uh, the people that are listening a little bit about yourself as a content creator? Oh, well, content content creator. That's uh, that's, that's the, above what I what I do. Fancy title like all people. That all right, make tell us about how you make YouTube. stuff. Uh, well, Colin, when he uh talked about me on last week's podcast, um, said that I've been making content on YouTube since 2006, close enough, 2007 when it's when I started. Wow, um, you and... Colin was a liar. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Colin's getting fact checked live on ZI podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I I remember how it, it started. I bought a camera off of eBay and it took mini HDV discs uh, disc damn um cartridge mini DV video tapes. Hey, there you go. And it was Sony mm-hmm. and it said like, well with this one you can record in HD and don't need the HDV tapes. I'm like, oh awesome, I got that. And so I I created it. Then I was just like, oh. Video for it. So I took the camera, I stepped outside of my apartment, and I filmed the HD experience. I just pointed the camera at a bunch of things and saying this in high definition. And then I thought it was pretty cool. I uploaded it, and of course, this was 2007. Nothing was in high definition. It was 360, but you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I called it HD, so it is HD. <laughs> you and got then them. from there, I, uh, I started making video game reviews, um, starting. Because there was a, a website called Wii.tv. And mm-hmm. uh, at the time, um, a gentleman named Ray Gutierrez was sort of uh, running it. And um, I sent an email to him saying, like, hey, can I submit a, like, a video review? Like, I have nothing on my YouTube channel. I have no experience with it. And he's like, sure, that's that'll be fine. And uh, by the time that I actually got the video done, and that's very, you know, telling of where I'm at right now. I don't make a whole lot of content. Um, mm. by the time I actually got it done, it was under new ownership, and Ray went on to do bigger and better things. And so I started with and that. I never heard from him again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he works for Sony now, and I've actually seen him on some E3 coverage stuff. But well, that just kind of ruins the magic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it kind of ruins the whole magic of my little uh, epilogue there. Uh, I'm good at ruining <laughs> things. Oh boy. Um, not to not to butt in, but you um. I wanted to bring up something about that camera that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, before, before, um, like after I asked you to come on to the podcast, uh, I was showing Adam and Chris some of your older reviews, and I had realized that somehow through the magic of like YouTube's like re-encoding everything, your older videos are not only in high definition now, at 720, but they're also at 60 frames per second. Oh yeah, that's been pointed out to me, and uh, when people ask me, I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, The the way that it went when YouTube uh, started doing the widescreen stuff, I was like, oh boy, I better start doing this too. I was like, 2008 or something. When they started doing the widescreen, I was like, okay. So my first video with that was uh, Call of Duty World at War. Wah. Um, Sounds about right. (laughs) Codwa. 
So here was the process. Yes, welcome to the Kadwa. Oh, oh, the one where he yells bonsai and game stuff. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you make me think of these old videos. I'm just like, was that actually funny? Like, no. I, I think it's hilarious. I still think. I get a kick out of it every time. Oh, I just look at my old stuff and just like, I wrote that? Ugh. But, you know. Everyone does. <laughs> um... So the process with when I make a video, I was like I'd edit in in um Adobe Premiere Pro One, and so I had no HD capabilities, but I did. I was always doing widescreen, and so what I the old process was to put it into Movie Maker and then put the audio under that because somehow that fixed my audio popping issues that you is very apparent in my first and second video. Um. And then this time around, I was like, okay, let's actually put it into Pinnacle Studio, because I have that software just hanging around. And then I said, like, okay, let's just go ahead and stretch this out. It's not HD at all, but we'll stretch this 480 to 720. And then so it sort of turned into a 720i sort of thing. And then years later, YouTube's like, yeah, this is 60 frames per second. I, I don't know the magic that went into that, but that's how it happened. Well, there you go. So you can do the two, kids. This latest video, I'm I I actually I'm using Adobe Premiere Pro CS4, and I explicitly export it at uh, you know 60 frames per second. But then I look at it, and sure, it'll suck down your bit rate at uh, at uh, 60 frames per second. But I don't see any jump in the frame rate. So uh, I guess mm -hmm. nowadays it's a waste of time for me. I don't know what I did wrong. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Yeah, sure the hell is large <laughs> enough to be a... But anyway, I'm just rambling now. That's <laughs> um, all right. But we tend to do that here. You mentioned Wii TV, but you also were uh, picked up or featured at least on other sites as well, uh, including Destructoid. Would you like to go into that? <laughs> sure. It's funny, it's funny how you mentioned Wii TV, though, because like, back in the day, I used to watch a lot of things on Wii TV. Um, like, that's where I discovered the the video... For the future Zelda idea that I thought was real, but it was completely fake. <laughs> yeah, that they upgraded the day uh, uploaded the day before uh, Fourth of July. Gee, I think yeah. that's how I came across that Fourth of July. Jesus Christ, uh, uh, April Fools. April first. Oh, yeah. Uh, um. So yeah, we did CV. Uh, I I'm thinking of how I got to that. I was looking for We News on. I went through IGN, then to GameStop, then I just started. Googling Wii stuff, and I think it was that, uh, yeah, future Zelda thing. I was like, okay, let's start watching this thing because it's dedicated to Wii. Um, <coughs> how I got to um, Destructoid, um, preface this by saying, like, I, just, I'm totally cool with Destructoid. Anybody thinks that I'm, like, separate from them because uh, any Ill, Ill will? Not at all. Um, just uh, I... say you hate Destructoid so I can edit everything out and just, like, make it, like, that's all I keep in. Hi, I'm oh. Slendane. I hate Destructoid. <laughs> hate, 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 hate Destructoid? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, Ray actually, um, when I said he went on to other things, uh, one of the things he went on to, competitive here, he had Ray's Game Day Extravaganza, which was Wednesdays, and I would watch that, and that was like on Stickham or, or Ustream. I, I don't know, it was a, it was a, it was a live stream. The old thing, live stream like, software. I was like, whoa, he's, this is fancy. I can watch him and has he's doing it? Wow. Um, and then he was in Florida, and he's, like, down the street from Mr. Destructoid. And so um, he, Mr. Destructoid 
Mr. Destructoid himself. Yeah, the the, the I'm robot. not gonna lie, Mr. Destructoid sounds like a really good wrestler name, and I don't even watch wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Like, here he is, the destroyer, Mr. Destructoid. Hey, hey, I am the destroyer. No one else is. That is my wrestling name. I very patented it. <laughs> you patented it? I I own that name. So you can't <laughs> say the destroyer. Okay, Mr. Kitchen. It's Mr. The Destroyer Kitchen to you. Looks like you've entered the oven. <laughs> no, you've entered the Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, aside from our sidetracking. That actually was a funny aside. I didn't want to step in there at all. Yeah. Mr. Destructoid lives... No one ever wants to step into the oven, but when Chris Kitchen oh gets you, God. you're trapped in there. <laughs> uh, With his patented toaster home. luck. Uh, again, not I have really to step a... back. <laughs> just, on, I just like visually step. imagining you like stepping back down the little staircase from the ring, like Chris like flexing in there. Mm, my biceps. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this this okay. went somewhere. Yeah, I'm good now. You guys are you guys are good. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, I, it, it's telling me that I'm. It's not a very interesting story if uh, if we're doing that stuff. <laughs> Mr. Destructoid no, I... lived near uh, Ray and discovered that he was doing uh, this stuff. It's like, hey, come on over to Destructoid. And then uh, Ray contacted me saying, like, hey, you want to post for Destructoid? And I was like, sure. And hey, kid, when... you want to po- post for Destructoid? <laughs> uh... I-, I actually only read one article on Destructoid before, and it was when Excite Truck was uh, released and uh, fake screenshots for Excite Truck 2. And so, like, uh, okay, that's Destructoid. And so, I don't know, through Destructoid, I, I, I posted some videos and then went to the main page, and there was some, uh, there was initially liking of, of my stuff, but then there was just mountains of freaking hate every time I posted. Uh, it was like, oh, that's, that's the community. But, I mean, through them, I went to th- two E3s, and that was pretty rad. Um, and one of the E3s kind of coincided with, um, Something that I believe I wanted to talk to you guys about, which was Destructoid Video. Destructoid Video mm-hmm. was a separate site where it was just like, all right, we're going to everything video here. And I, we used Springboard. And we didn't use YouTube because there was revenue potentials through Springboard. And so that went up, and I was actually in charge of making the thumbnails for it. You don't make thumbnails by like, hey, let's screenshot, upload a picture. You did it by playing the video to the part where you wanted the, the thumbnail, st- pausing, and then say, this is it. And then 30% of the time, that would work. You just have to keep on playing it and then, God, springboard. Um, and so that went it on was for one a of those while. things where I take the middle frame. <laughs> yeah, it, well. <laughs> yeah, YouTube used to do that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. fixed that because that was not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched the video where some guy said, I cracked the code. It's the middle. Like, you didn't crack. Yeah. That. I knew that. And I'm not a smart person. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. was common knowledge, my friend. You cracked no codes. You were you were not seeking out the national treasure. You're not Nicolas Cage anyway. Oh, oh the Cage. <laughs> love that guy. Do you love I, that guy? I would, no joke, if they made like eight more national treasure movies that just got more and more insane, I would just watch all of them. That'd be my favorite movie series of all I'm, time. Hey, by the, I just want to say, uh, I was about to say something else. Um, national treasure is probably like a uh what is it what is that word the a, a national treasure, treasure of mine no it's a, it's a guilty <laughs> pleasure of mine both national treasures one and two 
Not gonna lie, I enjoy the hell out of the. Why do you movies. feel guilty about that? They're great films, best films in history. Sure. Oh, uh, I, I get it. Their best bad. films in history. I'm get it. The Citizen Kane treasure hunting movie. The yeah. joke. There's the joke. Step aside, Indiana Jones. Indiana here, Jones isn't accurate. Here comes a man who can barely act. Uh, <laughs> you know there there is a map of the Declaration of Independence on the back. Oh my god, the, I have some really bad yeah. jokes about that movie. But anyway, um. Oh well, I, I believe Colin wanted an explanation on Destructoid Video, and so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it was up for a while, and I love Destructoid Video because I put my videos on that, and nobody got to comment. There was no commenting functionality. It was just like, <laughs> take it, <laughs> and um, just watch it. <laughs> yeah, don't watch. say anything. I thought this was. I don't care. Freaking enjoy the video. Swallow there was, it. There was a bunch of dudes on Destructoid video too. Also, Jim Sterling had some videos on there. Hell yeah, the, the, the very early oh, Jim. Oh, dude, Jim Sterling's awesome. Yeah, uh, I got to hang out with Jim Sterling at a at a an E three. It was basically we. I followed him around, which must look amazing because, or well, not amazing. It looked weird because he's like six foot and ugh, thousands of pounds. And uh, I'm uh, five and a half feet and like 110 pounds, and I'm just like I must look like. Which way did you go, George? Which way did you go? Just watching. Oh my god! He just, <laughs> yeah, we went to like a Borderlands uh, thing at E3. Uh, like a you know, come to this door, and then we'll play a private uh, session for you. And I was gonna ask a question in there, but then I was like, what right do I have asking a question? <laughs> Leave it to Jim. He's the real journalist. Was you, guys, you guys probably E3 look like Balkan Skull. The, uh, the inflatable Nyko Wiimote? Yes, it was. Oh, God. Yeah. Um. First of all, did you enjoy that video? That video is great. Yeah. The, I, the, I, I think that video is classic. I'm running around with a inflatable Wii remote. It's as classic my... Storm Dane content. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and then at the end of it all, like, oh, and I'm, I'm talking to Jessica Chobot, by the way, guys. And then I give her a blowjob. <laughs> it's it's in the video. Watch it. It's like uh, I'm, E3 I'm, dicking around. Me. We'll have links in the, in the description down below. You can all watch and enjoy. And it make sure it gets a million views. I mean, come on, guys. I'm doing I'm basically snuff right there. I, I'm I'm next to Jessica Chobot, and like it's what what four thousand views? Ugh, pull out of my hair. Maybe you should have. I think the <laughs> yeah, you destroyed probably, another Wemo. Yeah, I just like snap one and a half. <laughs> or like Lady and the Tramp it with her, like you each hold one end and you snap it together. I'm just crying because my other video promote this video so it gets one million views and it's me breaking the Wii remote. It's at like nine thousand, and then everybody comes in just sort of makes fun of it. Like we'll make fun of it more so it gets to a million views. There you go. I'm sorry, it's, you're you're catching angry storm out here. <laughs> Thunderstorm. Uh, <laughs> Or or I, was like, oh, I wasn't gonna make that joke. Fire, firestorm, perhaps. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, so you should describe your mood like the weather. How are you feeling today, Storm? Cloudy. Uh, <laughs> my jet stream is all off. I, <laughs> I, I feel some El Nino coming on. <laughs> I feel some oh, El Nino Lord. coming on. <laughs> El Nino? Is that? Ri- uh, that's actually pretty funny. You're about oh. to see a cold front, followed by a warm front. <laughs> So now that we we know the story, um, let's let's learn about the man behind the myth. Yeah, we'll, the we'll the legend. The 
and by asking him the most important question that every fan of the podcast will be asking, which is, what is your favorite Zelda title and why isn't linked to the past? Um, um, I'm just kidding. What is your favorite? You can ignore that second part. <laughs> yeah. Just... I actually, I, I read, read that and I was like, uh, I don't know. I think probably Phantom Hourglass because uh, ever since I heard it pronounced once another way, I've never said it any other way except for that one time when I just described it to you that other way. Uh, Fourglass. Fourglass. <laughs> That's, you that's... just like saying Fourglass, so yeah. That's why I mean, I hate the game, but I... so it's also your least favorite. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I actually have a reason behind it, so that's kind of boring. But going into the same dungeon over and over and over for and just going one level deeper, like that's all I remember about the game. I remember having fun until like, oh, going back to the temple. Um. So it, it, anyway, I didn't even complete the game. Uh, my my wife, she has she started playing it. And she has the guidebook for it. And I was like, all right, get everything and show me super special endings. She's just like, bored. So I don't know if we all feel that way about Phantom Hourglass. I haven't even played Spirit Tracks, so pardon me. Spirit Tracks is garbage. Phantom Hourglass isn't as bad as everyone else thinks. The <coughs> controls just kind of suck. But, I mean, if you get past the whole first time Zelda's on DS thing, then you're fine. Mm. Okay. Uh, I, it is I just a Zelda game that I do like a lot. Um, that everyone gives it a lot of uh, everyone gives it a lot of flack. Honestly, I mean, I I remember being in an airport and saying like, okay, I got this boomerang thing on the game. Obviously, I'm playing the game in the airport. Not in the <laughs> I like to imagine you standing in the middle of an airport holding a boomerang, going, "What can I do with this? I, I got a boomerang thing. How did you get past the um?" How'd you get past the, the TSA with a boomerang? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Man. It's made of wood. It's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those fools weren't even looking for wood. So uh, in the game, there's you have the boomerang, and I was like, okay. This wooden cannon like that fires clay balls will be the perfect disguise. Exactly. Um, I don't even remember. I, I, I remember I was just amazed by, hey, I can now use this to do this. I have a really fuzzy memory. God. I was flying back from Las Vegas. That must be why. Uh, yeah, still recovering. Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, like it blocked memory, and I just come out of this cloud going, hourglass. <laughs> you remember, then. like, packing your suitcase and doing, like, the last zip before you left for Vegas, and then suddenly you're back home, like, in the airport holding your your DS, and you're like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> this boomerang's like, amazing. Why am I holding a DS? Why am I holding the, the best handheld ever? <laughs> Uh, I do actually. I have some some praise to, to say about Phantom Hourglass. Now that we're talking about it and thinking about it, and like the fun that I did have playing it, uh, there was a uh, a part where you had to blow a windmill, and um, and uh, my friend he's like, I quit the game right there. I hated it so much. I was like, dude, just blow into the microphone, and he's like, oh, uh, like, oh yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I figured that out by myself. Uh, I I, re- I remember. Uh... The first time I played a game that had like the microphone uh, setting, like used in the game, uh, I think oh, it was either it was actually uh, WarioWare touched. There you go. I really love. I love that game. That game I, was great. I was gonna say that. I, I just remember uh, dudes coming at you, blowing the microphone, and they're gone. Yeah, that's great. I still love. <laughs> uh, mine was Spectrobes. That was the first time. My favorite too. is all the Ace Attorney games. So you can just hold down Y and yell objection, and it'll actually work. <laughs> or take like that. How, or... how led? How loud do you have to be? I I think you can just like do you have mumble to scream. It. If I mean, if you scream, it's funnier because you you'll just be like in your bathroom and someone could be walking by and you'll be like, hold it. 
If you don't blow out your voice, it doesn't register it. <laughs> yeah. Just like halfway through. I'm <laughs> dead. Uh, I actually really have a question though. for you guys. Uh, of Zelda oh, no. Informer. Uh, he brought a question. Of <laughs> Phantom Hourglass. Thinking about it again. I described it to a friend that uh, there's a part in the game where you had to yell into the microphone to get the lowest price on this sword or some item. And I remember I was, I was playing in an office and I was like, oh, okay, um, Alt L or Windows L, like lock my computer, walk out of the office into my car and then just scream bloody murder into the, uh, <laughs> the microphone. And I, I never went back to see if, uh, you know, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> See if it if it gave it the same price. I mean, do you guys know the pricing grade on that? Uh, not oh, off the top oh, of my head. Okay. Uh, I can I can check. I was hoping Zelda Farm would, would inform me, but uh, <laughs> oh my god! Hey, you want news? We got <laughs> are you it. our are you, are you want, our comments section? Opinions? We got it. If you want the pricings of you know the the New York Stock Exchange, get out of here. <laughs> okay. What is this? Last time I tried to talk about prices on this podcast, I was kicked off for 50 episodes. Oh, I I, I believe we had an answer to that. So, um, Oh, what, what was it? What was the answer? Uh, I didn't get the price, but you can just blow into the microphone as well, or humming against it, or tapping it with your uh, stylus. All oh. those things will have a loud enough noise. Play Donkey Konga on that. Okay. It, uh, it gets you a price of 300 rupees. Okay. From a thousand. Oh. Yeah, okay, so. that is a big difference. Yeah, so seven hundred I I got a Zelda informer and they informed me. It was amazing. Wow, and if you're looking for any more Zelda news theories or community goodies, check out ZeldaInformer.com, the same place where you can find a full write-up on this week's episode, information on how to follow us beyond the pod, and our wonderful guest Storm. If you have any of your own fan topics, theories, suggestions, or fan art, feel free to send this to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> gmail.com, it's on the internet. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, enough, speaking enough of, of fan topics, do you mind if I sh- shift gears really quick? Sure. You, I mean, you already started, so go ahead finish. <laughs> uh, I want to give two shouts to some of our fans. First of all, uh, shout out to uh, Brett for the really cool tattoo he sent me on Twitter. He got this like whole like wrap thing. Uh, with, oh, I like, thought you meant like he cut his skin off and he sent it to you. <laughs> no, that would be horrifying. <laughs> I would probably not mention that. Best um, Halloween ever. <laughs> I mean, you said he sent you a tattoo. I'm like, oh, okay. What's your ta- What's your costume? I'm a guy with <laughs> without leg skin. Oh, I just want to give a shout out to Jake Owens for having the the greatest costume. Oh, uh, the uh, Skyward Sword Link. Link. Yeah, it was it was very yeah. cute. I liked it. All right. I I would also like to give out a shout out to the same dude because uh, he um hit me up and we played Counter Strike, and it, it was pretty great. Yeah. Counter Strike, a lot of fun. Sweet diddly d. Um, but let's get into our two emails from this past week that I really wanted to talk about. First of all, Tori had a uh, something she wanted to tell us. So Tori says, hello, last week or two weeks ago, I'm not sure. I just started the podcast and I've been going back on episodes to catch up. You guys said uh, Yoshi's Woolly World would make a great date night game. So I went out and bought it for my boyfriend and we are seriously so competitive and it was a disaster. While it was really fun, we kept getting mad at each other for hitting each other with wool, eating each other accidentally, etc. Not actually mad, just joking. Uh... Anywho, thank you for the recommendation because I do love the game and it was really funny to see him play Yoshi game for the first time. 
Tori from Arizona. Thank you for writing in, Tori, and I'm glad that you took our recommendation that you had fun with your boyfriend. And I'm sorry that you guys got mad at each other. I think but I he mentioned... probably he probably screwed you over, so you know, it's all his fault. Just blame him anyway. I think I mentioned in the podcast when we when I got Wooly World that I didn't think co op would be so fun because of all the ways that you can just keep mm-hmm. you know, bumping into each other and just eating each other up and everything. Um, but then again, like Nintendo co-op, especially in platformers, has always been uh, a, a endless bump into each other and fall off the platform. Exactly. But it's, but it's, but it's usually funny. Like uh, Super uh, Super Mario 3D World, uh, like it's like they made it into a competition. It got to just the point to, where like, in, um, just to mess with people. In New was... Super Luigi U, they pretty much gave up and they added a character who just like can't die. So. Thanks, Nintendo, for adding Nabbit. <laughs> that was that was a good addition. Just put a character on God mode. What are some other like good games that we recommend people? Because obviously we're you know we, we're matchmakers. We are the Zelda Forum podcast. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we set people up for days that, that don't fail. Uh, get keep talking and nobody explodes. It's another great game that'll make you pull your hair out. Jackbox Party's back is really good. I'm actually gonna pick it up this week probably. Uh, so I can play with my roommates and neighbors and stuff. And you know what's a such... great date night game? Oh. Get Fatal Frame 5, now on Wii U. Oh, I also want to highly recommend Soma, because I've been watching uh, playthroughs of that game, because I really have been interested in it, and it is everything that I expected and more. It is a really good horror game, especially if you like smart horror, like horror that actually likes to ask you questions and make you think. Um... I, yeah, I actually, and this is like the first time I think I've ever said this. I think this, uh, I recommend Markiplier's playthrough of it because he plays through the entire thing. He's probably one of the few people I've seen that actually has a full playthrough of the game, and he does spend a lot of time discussing those uh, possible uh, theories, philosophical and plot-wise. Uh, so it's a very entertaining series. Um, and he does take the time to explore things so that you as the viewer aren't, like, yelling at your screen. Uh, but he leaves enough that, you know, there is something there if you want to go play it yourself. Um, but if you're, if you want to just go into it blind, please do. It's, uh, it's not too, it's not too pricey for a new gen game. And, uh, I think it's worth every penny. So, yeah, check out Soma on, uh, a variety Variety of platforms. I do want to say, like, out of all the, the, the really big Let's Players and YouTube creators out there, the only, I'm talking about, I mean, like, top tier, I, I consider Markiplier on there. I, I, I... You mean A-list? Because top tier implies, uh, like, quality. Uh, li- like, A-list implies, like, popularity. Okay, sure. Let's say A-list. I, I will say, I think Markiplier is there. Like, he's the, the best one. Like, I, I am subscribed to his channel. I don't watch all his videos, but the ones mm-hmm. that you watch... I do enjoy to uh, to a certain extent um, because I, I just feel like he he still is very much down to earth more than more than a few others. All right. Yeah. Hey, he's, uh, Adam, he could has... you could you mm-hmm. explain that again? Uh, what was the the top tier and a list? What was the differences? Uh, top tier would be like saying that it is the highest quality, and mm-hmm. a list is a common term to use to uh, refer to different levels of celebrities. So an A-list celebrity is someone that is recognizable by their face or just by name alone. Uh, you can immediately list off movies they've been in. Like simply, Scarlet, Scarlett Johansson is an A-list celebrity. Quality or popularity. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, then, then, I'm, it, then I'm top tier. Yes. 
<laughs> Thank you, Colin. There you go. I was about to say that too. This podcast is like bottom tier. Oh, no. oh yeah. How, how many extra views am I gonna get for doing this? Where's the payola? Two. <laughs> Jeez. Hell yeah. It's gonna be me and Chris. Uh, no. But seriously, if you guys haven't checked out any of Storm's videos, please check them out down below, or just go to Storm Dane, or just look up Storm Dane on YouTube. Uh, I, he has the only one. Uh, video out that came out recently as of this recording we don't have something for them to donate to how dare you he said he was getting paid. i'm offended yeah the, the you ruined everything i was getting paid for doing this <laughs> who said we don't have the budget for that, guys. Yeah, there was guys can we talk for like a little anyway, bit? Anyway, you're welcome know. for that. <laughs> you took our recommendation of Yoshi's Woolly World. Uh, great to hear all the way from Arizona. I heard it snowing there. That's crazy. Let's go to the next topic. All right. uh, James asks, who's your favorite Disney princess and why? I'm Ariel. not kidding. This is my favorite question. Did everyone Ariel. just say Ariel at the same time? No, I want to start. I want to start. I want to start. Can I start? Okay. Tiana. My From the Princess and the Frog? Yes. Are you a nerd? Why, why, why Sienna? Uh, it's actually one, a pretty interesting choice. Two, she knows how to clean. She was a hard worker. She, she knows how to make some gumbo. Um, also a little color that I've never heard anyone. So, uh... Brown sugar, why do you taste so good? Uh, I'm sorry? It said brown sugar, why do you taste so good? I would also like a sequel called Princess and the Fog. <laughs> just like, oh just like a princess, very lost. John like, Carpenter's and... The Princess and the Fog. <laughs> she, Nicholas Cage is a princess lost for two hours, oh, two boy. full hours, one live shot, no cuts. Um. All cage, all the time. As for me, um, <laughs> I don't know. Does the Sergeant Calhoun from Wreck It Ralph count? Get out of here! <laughs> Be serious. I don't know. I, I, for me, probably stuck between. I don't know. For me, probably uh, either Mulan or Pocahontas. I'm just gonna say Pocahontas. Then I'm gonna say Mulan. And I don't know how that was gonna work. Mulan well, is a neat. Uh, the, oh, you person. know what? Okay, no, I will say this. I'm going to choose Pocahontas only because Mulan's like <laughs> show-stopping number was half a song. Like it's literally just a verse and a chorus, and then it just ends. Re Reflections is a bad song. Understandable. Uh, I always, I always find it easier to. Oh, actually, uh, I guess Rapunzel's one of my favorites now, just because she's. I think she's very wow, well Adam, made. Why you gotta be so basic? Yeah, yeah, basic me. Um, so Storm, what about you? Uh, I mean, I had there was there's no delivery. It's Ariel, just all the way, um, all the way. So yeah, and maybe this is uh, she's up there. For watch me. my videos, understand that. Like I was five years old, watching the 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 the, the video, the the movie, and I just uh, maybe just censor myself a little bit. I just liked her. 
And um, then there was like a, there was a bit of nudity there. I mean, like her bottom was gone. Uh, like she had legs and everything, you know. And all the other stuff was submerged under the water. And I just wondered, like, oh my god! So once under the seashells, this is a great movie. So once under the seashells, oh my god! What an open. So Ariel, just like from a five-year-old, just in in a five-year-old had five-year-old baby crush. I get you. Okay, I'm gonna, you wouldn't. Gonna you're not the only one, down. son. You're not the only one. Um. <laughs> uh. So I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about um, since uh Fallout Four is almost on the way. It's almost oh here. It's gonna be coming out next Tuesday, if I'm not wrong. I could be wrong. Who knows? Um, and uh, so because of that, you know, everybody's getting excited. Uh, some people have found some gameplay footage and have leaked it online, and I, I, I asked myself sort of the philosophical question of of uh, game releases. Uh, when it when it comes to like leaked footage, is it a good thing, or like because you know you get to see things in advance, or is it just ruining the experience for those curious enough to watch it? It's a good thing. Why would you not want to see because the video like, game it's... you're about to? Because like. <laughs> The idea is maybe like, oh, it'll spoil something, or like it'll like, it'll tarnish, you know, the 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 wonder of the new game. Like you know, it's like it's like reading, it's like starting somewhere in the fifth chapter of like a book randomly, and then going back and reading the beginning. You already know something that's gonna happen in advance, so all you're doing up until then is anticipation. Yeah, of but that by event. that logic, we should just ban all video game footage outright, like. I'm not saying ban it. I'm just saying like, um, well, it, it's the same thing like when like comedy movies kind of play the like they like all the best jokes are in the trailer, and so like the whole movie is just like watching and waiting for those good jokes because I every other joke that... was. <laughs> well, but most most comedy tra- movies will do that. Well, they'll use the good jokes for the trailer. Or a lot of the good jokes for the trailer because they're like worried that people won't assume, won't think that it's funny enough. If I mean, the use... thing here is that Fallout Four is an RPG, and thus it's like tens of hours of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just seeing like a five minute out of context clip from somewhere in the first ten hours isn't really gonna you know do anything. Right, right. But do you think like with other games, other for other genres of game, do you think that this could be an issue? I I mean, it, this has been a thing that's been going on with the internet for a while and i mean as long as it's not like fallout 4 ending leaked whoops you know i think okay. you're i think you're fine all right it's just, it's just something i wanted to ask so like for a friend of mine in which case one of the, the guys that i'm on on the youtube channel Meet Cake productions with devin he's like our resident fallout fan he loves everything fallout all things fallout and he's been really looking forward for this game to this game so um he saw the leaked footage. I think he's the only one out of all of us to see it. And he, he gave us, like, a brief synopsis of, like, what expectation versus what he saw. And he brought us a bunch of, like, clips and stuff. Things from, like, back at E3, back at, like, uh, just all this stuff in, like, comparison. And he went from, and overall, he was saying how he went from buying the game first day, like, what he originally was going to do, to now he thinks he can wait till Christmas because... Honestly, he doesn't think that the game is going to be worth, like, getting it right then and there. And that was because he saw his footage. 
Now, wow. imagine him getting the game after the fact. He's like, man, this game's ass. It's not ass, but it didn't live up to what he thought it was going to be based off of everything that he's seen so far. You know, it kind mm -hmm. of saved him that, that you know, that, I guess that $60 he was about to spend. Right. Right, then right. and that is the that is the good thing, thing. that yeah, it does kind of uh, uh, let you... I, say that, like, I, I don't want to poison people's thoughts about Fallout 4 saying, like, that's just one person's opinion. If you, of course. I don't want to go into details of what he saw. I, I'm pretty sure yeah. people at this point know not to always just listen to one person's opinion. I mean, they listen to me, bad talk Ocarina of Time, like, every week. So, there's that. I mean, um, I think it's just... <laughs> I, I, as I said before, I think it's just, like, what part of the game they're showing, and just you know, what your opinion on that little section is. Right. I don't think it's bad unless it's like an actual spoiler. You know it's you know it's a good you know it's a good example of it? I guess Undertale would be a good example of like a game that kinda yeah. gets spoiled by gameplay but, footage. But no, Chris, what were you gonna say? Sorry. No, no, I just I, this, and this friend of mine, this is coming from a kid who's a PC elitist, uh mods everything he can. Um yeah. and he, you know a lot of the stuff that they, they bring in in you know these new fallouts and stuff, um, he, he's still under the impression that like you know consoles are the, are the devil. Um, oh and boy. All this, I don't know. He's he's very specific when it comes to gaming. Like he knows what he wants. He knows what he hates. He's very open and you know tries to convince people why um, he's not crazy. And he brings up some solid points, but uh, you know um, take everything with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. The footage is there just so you can you know see what you're getting into but like you really you really don't have an opinion until you actually like sit down and play it right. like i remember to watch the footage and if i do think calls to be a day one purchase no matter what for anyone i, I remember right. I, I think it's year, it's one of those oh no i'm sorry oh okay um i remember i remember last year like a week before like all the pre-release footage uh for wolfenstein the new order looked terrible like they just used like all just really lame looking gameplay footage and then i remember um there was all these early twitch streams of people playing the first level and i remember going like oh this just looks so bad it looks really lazy and terrible but i it ended up being one of my favorite games of the last few years so I, it's you know i get you it's um i think that uh chris is kind of kind of has a point i think that if you're a fan of the fallout series and if you are planning on buying it day one, you're you're probably gonna buy it day one regardless because I know I am. It's it's not. It, it is a day one purchase, honestly. It's oh, worth. It's worth it. Yeah, it's 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 a game that we've been waiting for for a long time. Like as a as as the as a Fallout fan base and as just as a gaming community, it's one of the it's one of the titles that was like always considered like this unfound treasure that could never possibly exist, like Half Life Three. Or with, the, with certain kinds of games, like there's certain genres you can get day one, and there's certain genres of games that you can wait. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as shooters goes, you can wait. But mm -hmm. as far as like action adventure RPGs and shit like that, um, by all means, get them day one. Like those those games that you know they usually they're uh, uh, they're more impactful. That's not a good word. Um, Either they're way, usually, they're usually it, more it's, fleshed out. It's guaranteed out. that you will be stuck into some sort of wall or the floor from the Bethesda game. So, <laughs> well, this this uh this game is uh this game seems to have a a lot more quality put into its work. I remember seeing 
several reports of like people, especially uh, particularly one voice actor saying that the attention to detail they're giving to even just the, the voice acting for this game is rivals that of Pixar's level of detail. Uh, she compared the, the recording session to that. Um, that that's, a, that's, a, that's a crazy comparison there. I don't think that uh, Fallout 4 will have flying bears either. I mean, I did. Uh, so. <laughs> but that, that, those are things that I like about Bethesda Softworks games. Honestly, like I love... Flying bears? Well, they're bugs. They're, they're glitches. They're things that happen within the game because the game mm-hmm. is fast and like they have so much going on. It's just amazing. It's whatever happens and goes wrong in that game is nothing terribly game breaking. It's just funny to look at. It, it might be breaking the immersion, but I mean you're playing a video game. So, I mean, is it like I think we've explored this on previous episodes the idea of like you know there's kind of a magic in glitches like back in the day when you used to find a, a bug or a glitch it was usually like kind of something exciting because you know you found something that was like unusual you made a special moment that the game didn't exactly plan for you um especially with friends and uh yeah no but nowadays we like treat bugs as a bad thing and that's not to say that they're not a bad thing but it is kind of an interesting shift oh, yeah, of yeah uh like goat simulator kind of built on the idea of like what if we make a game that's buggy on purpose and like leave them in there if they're funny so basically what if we made our game youtube bait no that's horrifying that's like they just try to make a horror game essentially um um, but like they, they never tried to, nothing ever like, happened before you know games were connected to the internet. Right. Well, updating was not a was not a thing. And now nowadays a company can release a game and then update it once it's out uh, after they've made the pre-sales. But back in the day, once a game was out, it was out like that for good. Like that's how it was. That's why you know you had like, for example, like Melee has a different has different mechanics between the. Uh, uh, North American version and the European version, uh, because one was an update of the other, essentially. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, but the uh, the other thing that I saw that was really exciting was that uh, PlayStation or Sony announced uh, a bunch of new games were added to their new their uh, PS Now library, which is their online service. So check those out; those are pretty cool. Uh, there's the full list is down below. Streaming video games. Yeah, I'm not crazy about PS Now, per like myself, but I know some I'm people not, are. I'm not, and if you listen to ten podcasts ago, you can hear me talk about how um, unexcited I was for yeah, PS Now. now. Xbox. I mean, I I would be inclined to agree. If they put backwards compatibility on the PS4, it would be a much more appetizing console to me. Um, Too bad it's never going to happen. Yeah. Oh, an appetizing console, me, and I love PlayStation, but oh my god, uh, <laughs> the fact that they want to charge me for backwards compatibility for me to still own my PS3 is just uh, it's heartbreaking. It's not that I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah. I, I would love to you know, put everything on one console. Meanwhile, Xbox has announced their first 100 or so uh, titles being added to the Xbox One for backwards compatibility. Um, no, they're at the. This is like the first set chunk. Uh, it's going to be announced on the ninth, and then the actual um, 
patch is going to be coming out on the 11th. Is too human on that list? What? Is too human on that list? I have no idea. Oh, let's find out. <laughs> you can probably find out. Which, which publishers have already signed up for like to be part of the first initial group? Mm -hmm. so if, if well, I know Mass Effect is definitely on that list. I'll bring up too human because uh, it's just laughably yeah. the Silicon Knights is out of I, here. So nope. nope. Well, nope. I, the list I don't think comes out until the ninth. The full list. No. But, it, oh yeah. Yeah. So like, there's just a few that were that have been announced and were kind of teased anyway. Uh, but the, 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 the actual list itself isn't, is going to only be out on Monday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, check out online somewhere. It's probably out. Uh, if you're listening to this on Sunday, wait until tomorrow. If you're listening to this any other day, um, that's right, folks, get ready to play Viva Pinata Trouble in Paradise on your Xbox one. Finally. I'm actually, I've heard really, it. actually, I've honestly <laughs> yeah, heard I was about to say story. You're probably already doing it. What? I don't know. Cause he's doing the rare on, uh, oh, this is true. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, wasn't it, uh, never mind. Um, actually, I've, it's funny that you mentioned Viva Pinata because, like, every time, like, that game sounds like it's gonna, it would be bad, but I don't know why, but every time I hear someone talk about the game, it's always positive. Like, they always actually really like the game. My, my wife plays Viva Pinata, and, uh, I mean, I, I I bought Viva Pinata for a nephew of mine, having never played it, just understanding, like, oh, 360, you guys have 360, let me buy this game for you. And then my brother was trying to enter a name, and he entered the name, if you like Viva Pinata, and I was like, okay, so what is that name having to do? It's like, oh, well, let, just let me sing it. If you like Viva Pinata. <laughs> and you get, yeah. yeah. That's cute. My brother cute. would just make a parody of anything. So, hey, guys, um, I plan on writing a, a song for that when I actually make a video for that, so <laughs> lyrics, uh, send them to me. <laughs> oh, oh, wonderful. Boy. One other thing that I want to talk about this week that's kind of it's kind of important to me. Um, <laughs> the Metal Gear Online studio, uh, Konami LA, is shutting down. Yep. Uh, they, they released the following statement. Uh, Konami has made the decision to close its Los Angeles studio effective immediately due to the product development resources being restructured to a more centralized unit. This facility contributed to the recent Metal Gear Solid games. Konami will continue its operation to support all Metal Gear Solid titles, including the recently launched Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, and Metal Gear Solid... Uh, Metal Gear Online, Metal Gear Online. <laughs> uh, is cool. still... Oh, sorry, I read that wrong. I was like, why does it say Metal Gear Online, Metal Gear Online? Why would that be the subtitle for the same thing? That would be strange. Uh, Metal Gear Online is still... Online. <laughs> Metal Gear Online is still scheduled to release for PC Steam in January 2016. It's it's really weird. It's like it's now it's like before it was before it was kind of, you know, Kojima's leaving. It'll happen. Oh no, things are changing. But we're finally there. Like things have finally completely changed. It's such a it's a strange shift. Um to see like companies just like completely change their direction, um, I'm I'm I mean I'm glad to see that uh, companies like Nintendo aren't exactly doing that. Like they're, you know, they they're they're getting back into into gear. You know, they're making another Nintendo Direct before the end of the year. You know, they got the company sorted out and stuff. I just wanted to ask, cause Storm Dane, you you consider yourself a big Nintendo supporter? Uh, yes, uh, I do. Yes, uh, I, I will confirm. 
I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on Nintendo's current uh, direction as a company. Uh, the 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 new president uh, changes that were made regarding you know recent passing of well, water. I I don't think I can give an intelligent answer. I could give you know what like impulses of emotions. Um. Uh. But really, um. We. I mean, you... you're not like I'm not like gonna hold you to this. But <laughs> right. It's like it's just like now For... we're just you know. Storm, you said that you could play 3DS games on on the Wii U. And right. uh, we're not doing that one yet. Yeah, that's actually a prediction I made. Um, well, <laughs> I... I, I... <laughs> unsubscribe. Oh, don't worry. I think YouTube's doing the unsubscribing for you. Oh, no. Separate, separate discussion there. Well, well Nintendo, um, I, I, I think um, with... Maybe I'm, I'm a little bit behind times, but Wii U, I believe, was a very, very dumb name for their console. Uh, mm. And they just did it for the sake of saying, like, hey, it's another Wii, and you can play your Wii games on this. And plus, there's other stuff going on. Um, I I think uh, with what I've read from uh, about Nintendo NX and what I've heard from the podcast uh, here is I think it's just like, okay, let's just jam this thing with technology. Good direction. <laughs> um, now, of course, you, you don't here's need a, to Here's see... a case. Put technology in it. But, exactly. sir, what technology do you want? I don't care. Just put something in there. Yeah, I'll be um, back in two weeks. If if the next uh the next Nintendo console is actually x86 based, I think that'd be a very intelligent decision. Might make backwards compatibility difficult, but hey, <laughs> like um, me, Intel uh processor. I, okay. I, I, okay, I'm sorry. I was like I I really don't have an explanation for that. I just sorry. That's actually impulse and emotion. Um. Yeah. If if basically uh, uh, what I've read about PlayStation Four and um Xbox One is it's it's a PC. It's got Intel mm-hmm. in there. You can you can write it like a, a PC game. Um. So having a base that's similar to PC will help out. Um. And uh, jamming with technology will certainly help out with third party support, mm-hmm. which is what Nintendo has really been trying to do. I mean, I I've been looking back at Nintendo Power magazines. Uh, for some of the videos I've been doing, and I, I look at um, the GameCube here, and it's just like, dude, there's tons of third-party support. But I mean, that uh, what what explains why the GameCube didn't do so well. Uh, well, PlayStation Two out there. So mm-hmm. uh, I I I think if they do make their next console, uh, just jammed, and if and if there's a phone component to it, of what I've seen, that very intelligent the direction. Um, as for what they're doing right now, it's just like biding some time until the ne- next one comes out. And um, will Zelda U be on the next console? I I'm thinking it'll be a double release. So uh, if we're talking Zelda, that seems Informer, to be the general consensus. I yeah. I honestly I think it'd be good. Uh, it would help solve the Wii U, but I'm I'm worried. Uh, we're gonna get another Smash 3DS sort of situation <laughs> where oh. one game is gonna suffer to make up for the technical difficulties of another. Or right. technical lack of speed. Because Ice Climbers would have been in Smash 3DS uh, and Wii U if not for the 3DS's uh, inability to handle that many programs. Well, because the, the 3DS would essentially be handling 16 characters on screen all moving at the same time. No, I don't it think... wouldn't because 8-player Smash is in the 3DS. No, no, I'm just saying the new 3DS can handle it. Yeah. Yeah, no, but the uh, yeah, that's that was part of the issue is that they made it a a, a 3ds release, not just a, not a exclusive for the new 3ds, which is also really bad because it didn't help them sell new 3ds as much uh, as it could have. Uh, 
because uh, I know people would have bought a 3DS just for that purpose alone, uh, the new 3DS. Because I know some people bought a 3DS just to play the new Smash game. Um, but it's not I, like I did that or anything. Yeah, but the uh, there there that was just one of the most well known issues for the Smash on uh, 3DS, where it it limited the potential of the Wii U version because they didn't want to make it too far of a stray from uh, the other title. They didn't want to make two separate games. They wanted to make one unified game, one that you could bring with you, and one that you could play in your home. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's why I'm a little bit worried about the dual release. I know that Twilight Princess didn't have exactly that issue when it was brought over when it was a dual release. Uh, exactly. But then again, the that's because the Wii and the GameCube are pretty much the same exact hardware. Right. One's, right. one's a little faster. But I know that the if there isn't the next Nintendo system will probably be much better than the the Wii U. Maybe they'll just mirror it again. I I I doubt it. Uh, the Twilight Princess flip. Uh, one more thing that I kind of want to ask. Um, speaking of Zelda, that thing that we do here sometimes. Uh, by the way, if you have any of your own topics, theme songs, submissions, fan art, anything like that, feel free to send it to us. Zelda Informer Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's Zelda Informer Podcast at gmail.com. For the eighth time this podcast, Zelda Informer at gmail.com. Zelda Informer Podcast at gmail.com. It's not zeldainformer at gmail.com. That is not our email address. Uh, that is someone else. But, uh... Good lord. Wonderful. Storm. Uh, yes. I have looked over your list of your favorite Zelda titles, and I had a bit of a query. A bit oh of a, my God. A, oh. a conundrum. Oh, a little bit God. of an issue. I have to ask, why, was that why, the Skyward Sword video? No, no, it no. has nothing to do with Skyward Sword. Well, it kind of has something to do with Skyward Sword, but not really. It's from uh, that video. It's it's more why you know like the 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 top downs, bruh. Where where are all the top downs in your list? Oh. <laughs> well, to have an opinion on those games, you have to actually play them. Why haven't you played any of the top down <laughs> games? <laughs> because. Uh well let's start with uh with NES. Uh, my parents bought uh Nintendo and said, "Here's Mario Brothers. Have fun." <laughs> <laughs> we never got any other games and Super Nintendo. I lived in Oregon. I collected soda cans, five cents at a time, to buy a Super Nintendo at a at a um uh, what do you call it? A pawn shop. I bought it at a pawn oh, shop for forty dollars, and then it was just like, "I got Donkey Kong Country." I don't need anything else. And so oh, when man. I eventually got to having a job of buying Nintendo 64, I borrowed Ocarina of Time, and I was so confused. Like, what am I trying to do here? The first uh, puzzle that I independently solved by myself was shooting an arrow through a flame into an eyeball. I was just like, this is what we're doing? Oh, I guess I get it now. I so. guess this is a game now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I guess this all those, is my life. All those other ones, it was just like, I, I don't have one. What is this? A horse flute? I guess I'm using this to <laughs> summon horses now. All right. So, but I did try um, the original Zelda. Like, I, um, how did I get this? Oh, Club Nintendo. Uh, I got a collector's edition uh, disc that had four Zeldas on it. Uh, Weird one, sort two, of t- and... side tangent. What's I would that? love if there was a, like a, a, dr- a bar called Pub Nintendo. <laughs> just like I don't know why that just came to mind. Do it, anyway, Island. Back to your much more interesting and less stupid story because I just interject with nonsense. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so <laughs> I, I got that disc and I was and I mm-hmm. um 
decided, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attack that first game. I'm gonna find out what's so great about Zelda and its, its beginnings. And so I start playing and I'm beyond confused of what to do. I, I'm like, whoa, I, I was treated quite well in Ocarina of Time. What was I complaining about then? And so I stumbled around. I got into the first dungeon and barely scraped through and came out and then, uh, Stumbled around some more, got into the third dungeon, and just died. And I, I don't want to play this anymore. I, I, I'm no good. So this because was, of course, years and years, years after it was initially released. It should, mm -hmm. it, the way it is played is you're a kid, you got tons of time. It's the '80s. Just play your Zelda. Yeah, yeah that, that's and how now you, you can be a kid or a squid. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Googled a, uh, uh, an ad for the Game Boy Color. Um, it says, finally, a reason to get up before noon. Get up for work? No. Get up for class? No. Get up for get up and play Game Boy Color? Yes. With tons of eye-popping color games, you may never sleep late again. You will also explode your eyes. Yeah, so, it's <laughs> an interesting 90s ad. Alright. So, my little fun fact for today... <laughs> There were a lot of there were a lot of really interesting like old video game ads back in the day. Like, have you ever seen the? Uh, ever seen the? Uh, I think the Link to the Past Japanese trailer was like this like big dance number. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's absurd. like a thriller dance. Yeah, it's. I I watched it and I was just like I. I, I should I go I should I just go like sit in the shower now and just like I mean, wash both this of the off? The original Legend of Zelda commercials for the US are really weird. You have the one of the the nerd rapping and then there's that second one Zelda, the dude. Is really Zelda. I don't know the words <laughs> the, I'm just gonna speak. Your parents can help the, you uh, set it up. I'm like, yeah, right. The dude that dude in like that back room with a cardigan who's like tech tikes and says all these different Zelda enemies while making weird sounds to them. <laughs> Anyone remember that one? Or at least know what I'm talking about. <sighs> yeah, now I do. I remember now. I, I I had blocked that out of my memory. And now it's back. Which way to go? Oh my god, Colin, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I hear that shower calling me now. I'm just going to go sit in it and just like turn it on and be like, wash away the shame. Wash away the shame. <laughs> wash it away. It never comes off. No matter how much you scrub, you'll never be clean. Um, so we referenced the Harry Potter's video. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Have you ever tried playing Link to the Past, Storm? Um, yeah, I um, I got it on an emulator on my phone. I played it with a a Moga controller, and um, interesting. Yeah, I guess there's a middle ground to um Ocarina of Time. Like, what am I doing to uh uh the original Zelda? I don't know what I'm doing. There was a rock that I had to move. I found out through like game facts. I'm just like, how the hell was I supposed to know that? Oh wait, are you talking about the one in the cemetery? Um, I, uh, I, I uh, or the one on the side of the castle. There was a, It's actually seemed like it was a couple dungeons in, and there's like uh, so. Here's okay. Just, there's like three blocks in the middle, and you move like the middle one, but you have to move in a certain direction. And so when I proposed the question, like. There's somebody else like, how is this supposed to know that? And then somebody says, like, have you ever played old video games? I'm like, you shut the hell up. I'm older than you. Yes, <laughs> I have played old video games. But, uh, of course, if, if it's 93, you, you're playing that game, you're going to find it out by just pushing everything, just exhausting every possibility, and you're going to have fun while you're doing it. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Uh, where was the question? Oh, that was, yeah, uh, yeah. I've played Link to the Past. So I, I played it because, oh, geez, should I even dis- divulge this information? I was going to be... I mean, couldn't you say that Ocarina <laughs> kind of does the same thing by, like, making you just cycle through every weapon in your inventory until something works? Well, that was certainly the experience for me, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, God, Super Metroid. Um, uh, I bought that game in college, and so I, I was like, oh, Super Metroid. Somebody, I was talking to somebody about Metroid Prime 2, and they was like, uh, you talking about Super Metroid? I'm like, no, go to, go to hell. I'm talking about the GameCube, all right? And they're like, oh, I, if it isn't Super Metroid, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, fine, just because this guy pissed me off. Went to eBay, bought it for $15. Look, nowadays, I'm like, geez, I got that for a deal. So I played all the way through to get to Ridley, and <coughs> I'm, I, I just, I'm so I feel like his name pissed. could have been much more accurate if he told even a single riddle to Samus. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you're, you're fighting him, and uh, I'm like, okay, I'll just shoot all a bunch of missiles up at him, up at him, and nothing's working, and I'm just like, enough with this game, I'm done. And I then guess so that was the true riddle. Yeah, speed running came around, and uh, so I was watching uh, uh, Games Done Quick, and I was like, fine, let me just watch you know, them beat Ridley. And he picks, you gotta let really pick you up. I'm like, how was I supposed to know that? I, 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 where was the clue for that? Anybody know what I'm talking about? No, I I get you. Sometimes older games have kind of like weird logic about them. And all of that. God, I, I, I mean, yeah, I played PT. Mm -hmm. Sure. (laughs) There's no way to beat that one. But how would I know to get in a ball and let the thing attack me? Uh, PT? I beat PT. (laughs) Oh, yeah, PT. Yeah. I played PT, and I said, here, Sarah, oh, wife of mine, hold the controller while I go to uh, Game Guide and try to figure out what we're trying to do. <laughs> oh, boy, PT. So, so how does Super Metroid uh, correlate into Link to the Past? Not knowing what the hell I'm supposed to do. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. That happens you know. at work. I tell stories, and people are like, so uh, where did you start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... We, is we this going to be on the test? I mean, that's this podcast in the whole. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's, it's four people sitting here rambling about nonsense and video games. Speaking of which, I think it's about the time we stopped rambling in your ears. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to thank been... Storm and... and, and oh, wow, Chris. Such wow, sass. Chris. You know what, Chris? Don't come back. Uh, I want to... I'm just, I'm just kidding. Come back every week. Uh, I want to thank Storm. <laughs> I want to thank. There we go. Now I get a reaction out of Adam. I want to thank Storm, uh, Colin, Chris for joining me. As always, such a wonderful time talking to you guys. Storm, let's talk more after the show. Maybe more on another episode. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> Absolutely, that it'll be fun. Like a great idea. If you haven't seen Storm stuff, please check it out down below, or to go on YouTube and search up Storm Dane. He's probably gonna be the first result. Uh, he's that handsome man. Uh, who likes Nintendo games? Uh, oh boy. I am once again Adam, and if you have any of your own topics, theme songs, submissions, fan art, or anything like that, feel free to send that to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. The closing theme for this week, as always, is the Hero of Time remix by Jeesh, who you can also follow on Twitter down below. Uh, and that's that it. That remix is awesome. I want to let you guys know. It I love moves. it. Love it, love it, love it. Kisses. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> I think I got lost in space.
ended up forwarding him my Papa John's receipt for, for that day. Oh. I, I, did I get that? Yeah, you did. You read it uh, off once. Oh, okay. I, I, I remember I, you opened it up and you were like, hot, fresh pizzas on the way. I, I, I completely you know, forgot that about like, that. Yeah. That's like, you know how they have like, uh, like Ashley Madison for like, cheating couples where is this going to what, what like where like are you leading that's, with this that's the ashley madison for me like a dating site but they just bring you pizza what <laughs> hot sim what, what how did you describe it because that was exactly the <laughs> way that i like pizza I'm... on the way yeah <laughs> hot fresh pizzas in your area looking to be eaten it's so weird that's what oh i get it uh, it's like adult it's like adult it's male. so weird that's how like every pizza restaurant like advertises like pizza deliveries on the way it's like okay you're voluptuous like wonderful pizzas you're like... your sexy <laughs> mouth-watering goddess of a goddess of a pizza is on the way it's like i i, I don't know if you want me to have sex with it or you want me to eat it i mean I, i'm not gonna tell yeah, you which one i'm gonna do turn around 